Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Welcome to uh, Living Free Show on 3CR Community Radio, 855 kilohertz on your AM dial. Hi, I'm Bill, and I'd like to pay my respects to the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation, traditional owners of the land from which 3CR transmits people-powered radio. This week on the Living Free Show, we're supporting 3CR's 2021 Radiothon. Um, And their fundraising target is $250,000, and ours is just $1,500. The Radiothon theme this year is community-powered radio, uh, and that pretty much sums up living free. Uh, by sharing recovery stories, we're talking about the power to change lives of alcoholics, gamblers, drug and food addicts and their families. Last year we also discussed uh, PTSD um, with our guest Alex Gerrick from fearless.org. Uh, my guests volunteer their time to share their experience in dealing with the effects of alcohol, gambling, drugs and food on their lives and to help help you to understand the nature of their addiction and the recovery options. Um, Today I'd like to introduce my guests. Uh, We have Maya, and she's a member of Allen Family Groups. Hi, Maya. Morning, Bill. Afternoon, sorry. (laughs) And John, who's a member of Narcotics Anonymous. Welcome both. Thank you. Afternoon, Bill. Um, So they're going to be helping me out with the Living Free Radiothon show today. And... um, Maya's been on a couple of times on the show, and she was a guest on the 2019 Radiothon. So thank you for coming in and helping out again, Maya. And John used to be the um, Narcotics Anonymous Coordinator of Speakers for our show um, a few years ago. And so I'm really pleased to have you both back on the show. Pleasure. Uh, Now... um, and I hope together we can encourage our listeners to financially support 3CR Community Radio and thereby enable Living Free to stay on the air for another year. Remember, uh, your financial support will help keep the message of hope on the airwaves. Um, so we're fortunate to have some very committed and passionate listeners who've already sent in donations. So I'll get Mayor and John to read a couple of them out for you. Um, so you can start from the top, um, Mayor. And read maybe three, please. Great. So we have Cooker's Bulk Oils. They pledged $1,000. Thank you very much. We have Najwa, who paid $30. And we have Marie, who paid $50. Well, thank you very much. That's excellent. Um, John, would you like to read three more? Uh, certainly, done. we have um, someone anonymous um, who pledged five hundred dollars. Um, they're from Sorrento, so thank you very much for that. Wow, that's a big uh, donation. Way we have to go. Peter Fitzgerald, uh, another five hundred dollars. Thanks, Fitzy. And uh, Don <laughs> Forbes, two hundred dollars. So that's some really Whoa. big donations. There, yeah. I really appreciate that. Thank you, Don, and thank you <clears throat> to um, to Peter as well. That's it's very generous, and we certainly appreciate your support and your ongoing support for the show. Um, what I'd like to do now is just to um, to talk a bit about uh, the shows that we have on, on air. Um, and each week we showcase uh, 
one of the 12-step programs, and we've also just added a new program that isn't a 12-step program, but is complementary to 12-step programs. Um, we'll talk a bit, bit about that later. Uh, so on the first Thursday of the month, um, we have the Eleanor and Family Group um, show. And I'd like to thank uh, Yvonne, who coordinates the Eleanor and Guests, and also to the 18 members we've had on the show since our last Radiothon. Um, so, Maya, do you want to give us a bit of a rundown on Al-Anon from your perspective? You've been a member for a number of years, and also, I guess, give us a bit of uh, feedback on how um, COVID has, has affected things in the last year or so. Sure. Yeah, thanks, Bill. Um, yes, indeed. My name is Maya. I'm a recovering member in the Worldwide Fellowship of Al-Anon and Alateen Family Groups. And firstly, I'd like to just say that Al-Anon is not for, you know, a lot of people are vague as to what it is. So Al-Anon is a program for people who are affected by somebody else's drinking. It might be a family member or a close friend, a loved a partner. It might be a child. Um, and it is, always surprises me how many people, also health professionals, do not know of Al-Anon. Often you'd hear in the rooms and the sharing, someone talk, I went to all these different groups and therapists and finally after nine years of looking for a solution, I finally found a counsellor who knew about the Al-Anon family groups. So it is amazing and I have been guilty of that because I also thought, well, my father is not an AA, so what's the point of me being an Al-Anon? Nothing's going forwards. We are stuck. And that was an excuse, but also ignorance. I didn't know I could recover while my father was continuing to do what he was doing, what his addiction had him do. So, um, yeah, I love, I love getting clarity around that stuff and learning about this illness that my entire family is suffering from. Um, during COVID, many meetings went online and it has been amazing because at first we all struggled with the technology, then became we became more used to it. And um, yeah, meetings, there is several meetings every day throughout Victoria, but actually that's almost irrelevant because there's New South Wales meeting to go to or if, if, you, if you come home late, you can go to a WA meeting because they're two hours behind us. All these options that we never had before are really pulling the, the fellowship together and we bump into people that we used to live closer to but they have moved away and we find them again in the Zoom rooms. So that's been absolutely amazing. Also, it's a really wonderful backup plan because many meetings have started going back to face-to-face, -face, but because of the volatile yeah. <laughs> nature of this virus, we always can go back to Zoom. And one last quick uh, call out to the Alateen members. So Alateen is for teenagers who are affected by someone struggling with addiction in their family. It might be a parent or it might be a sibling. And they can find a space to share with other teenagers in a similar situation, break that isolation. So we have five Zoom meetings that teenagers can attend. And some, some are logging in from, from Kazakhstan or the United States or France. Or it's, it's amazing for teenagers. And we all know how much more apt they are with technology 
you know, I, I go to an Alateen meeting as a sponsor and I'm being taught about how to circle things on somebody else's screen. You know, I'm like, mm-hmm. I'm getting a conniption. But so they're all over it. And, and it's been amazing to see because it, at the end of 2019, teenagers don't love coming to 12-step programs. So the minute they go, get a bit better, they find usually excuses not to come. But with it being so convenient through through the Zoom and our um, coordinator, our Alateen coordinator, doing such a proactive campaign, we've got about 100 teenagers, you know, who are registered to attend meetings whenever they choose. So that's been amazing with COVID. Thanks, Bill. Yeah, thank you very much. Um, Maya, for, for that, um, we... We are running a radiothon. We're trying to raise funds for 3CR. Um, we'd love your support. I'll just play a quick announcement about how you can donate. Did you know that each donation over $2 you make to 3CR's Radiothon is tax deductible? That means that when you're doing your tax return business, you can claim your 3CR donation as a legitimate tax deduction. To make a pledge to this year's Radiothon, call the station on 9419 8377 or donate online at 3cr.org.au donate. 3CR Radiothon, community powered radio. Ah, uh, yes. And send in your donations right now. You can phone, uh, you can send them via um, via the website, or you can actually text them in if you like. Uh, I'll give you details of that shortly. Um, so the next, the second um, fellowship we have um, on the second Thursday of the month uh, is Gamblers Anonymous. And I'd like to thank uh, GA's guest coordinator, who is another Yvonne, and also to the 15... Uh, GA members who've been on our show since the last Radiothon. Uh, unfortunately, Grant was going to join us today, but uh, he's stuck in New Zealand as a consequence of the latest Melbourne uh, COVID-19 lockdown, which is unfortunate. But anyway, um, so I'll get John now to share a bit about your NA recovery and, and maybe tell us how COVID has, has affected you and um, how um, it's changed the way you've interacted over that time yeah thanks bill um yeah covid um has been a sort of like a bittersweet for na um in fact like um may just said before we can connect with anyone around the world uh, via zoom we have a lot of zoom meetings going at the moment um but it's also known that um isolation is really an arch enemy of, of addiction um and myself personally um i found myself actually arranging to pick up drugs through the covid time because um, I was isolated alone, there was no meetings face-to-face. Um, I didn't connect very well with Zoom, to be honest. Um, so I had no way of interacting with my fellow members. And um, I was living in a shared accommodation with two people who weren't in recovery. Um, they were a different, um, different nationality to me, and they didn't speak my, the language. So it was very hard to communicate with anyone. And um, I found my addiction taking hold again. Luckily, I didn't pick up, obviously. Uh, I wouldn't be sitting here today how, probably How close did. did you get? I actually arranged to pick up the drugs the next day. Wow. Um, and I suppose in a sense, it may sound funny, but thank God for the curfew. <laughs> um, because if there was no curfew, and I probably would have gone out that night and picked them up. 
Um, but you know, like I've learned through this through the fellowship to have a program in my life which I implemented. Um, luckily, uh, the I suppose the last minute, um, which saved me from going to do what I what my head was telling me to do. And, um, and I shared this with you earlier, Bill. It was yeah. quite insane my thinking. It was really mad. Um, but you know, that's what the fellowship has done for me. It's given me this program in my life to help me with situations to deal with situations like that where I feel so isolated and alone. You know, so COVID for me personally has not been a great thing. Um, the lockdowns and all that has been really, really hard. And it's not just for me. I've known multiple, multiple people who have relapsed. Um, a number of people have died um, through the relapsing and through suicide, um, through the lockdown that I know of personally. Uh, and I think that's the ugly part of the lockdown, you know. And um, But also, like I said, at the same time, it has brought the world together on the Zoom meetings. And I've heard from people from America, which I love the American speakers. They're very, very passionate about recovery. You know, uh, and that's just what we're faced with today, the environment we're with. Um, that's what at least we have something to communicate with. But I, I personally believe that face-to-face, you can't replace a face-to-face meeting um, because there is that interaction with another human being, which I think is really important. Um, so it's been pretty struggle, pretty tough struggle for a lot of people in NA. Um, and in the NA Fellowship, we talk about not just addiction from drugs, but it's also from any sort of addiction at all. It's about the disease of addiction itself, which I think is a really beneficial thing for a lot of people. We get people coming from different fellowships, coming into NA, you know, to deal with different stuff. Um, I think the best thing about NA, realistically, one of the greatest things is that connection um, to someone who understands what you're going through, who has the same mindset as you. Because um, out in the general public, unfortunately, there's a lot of um, stereotyping and a lot of stigma still to addiction, um, which hopefully over time that will change. Um, but in these rooms, we don't have that stigma. We don't have that judgment of each other, you know, because we're all in the same boat. And um, most people I've met, probably 99% of people I've met who come into recovery and change their life are really beautiful people. Yeah, if you saw them in active addiction, you'd say the exact opposite of them. And um, that's been my story as well. You know, I spent a lot of time in against society's rules, the best way to put it. Um, today I'm an active member of society, I pay my taxes, I do all the law-abiding things, and I'm actually a nice person. Um, yeah, I can com- vouch for that, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Compared to when I'm in active addiction, it's a very different story altogether. Yeah. Um, yeah, it, it is amazing, that that transformation. And I guess, uh, do you want to tell us how long you've been in NA? How, how long have you been clean? Uh, nine years and six days today. Wow, that's terrific. So, <laughs> it's been a bit of a journey. Um, but I spent 33 years in addiction. Yeah, you know, so it's uh, the, the message there that I'm trying to portray is not so bragging about my nine years clean. It's fantastic I've done that. Um, I've done it one day at a time. But the best thing I want to help send out to the public out there is there's always hope, no matter how mm. bad, how far down the track you've got. And I thought I was too far gone, um, but this program has proved to work for me over the last nine years. You know, it yeah. continues to work. Yeah, and um, and giving back part of. Part of recovery is giving back. So what sort of things do you do in service in NA? Uh, well, I, I do things like open meetings. Um, I share my recovery with other one people at a meeting. We call sharing. We share our stories. I um, also sponsor people through the 12 steps as well. Um, and also do things like I'm doing today. You know, I really appreciate what, what you do here at um, 3CR. It's like a really, really important thing to get the message out there to the general public. Um, like I said, the general public is not aware um, and even people who are using today, a lot of them won't be aware there is a thing called Narcotics Anonymous, you know, and there is a support group. And that's what this um, this program gives people out there, these support groups where you can go and sort of share your experience, strength and hope and, you know, get some support for whatever addiction or whatever problem you have. Um, so, 
you know, I think it's it's really beneficial to get the message out there, not just to the people suffering, but also to the general public, that these support groups are available. So if you're there and you've got someone who's dealing with addiction problems, there is help available and it can change someone's life around. It, it can and it does. That's right, yes. <clears throat> and, and most people don't realise that it's free. <laughs> no, that's the best thing about it. I mean, there's, know, there's and, no uh, Medicare charge. Uh, yeah. yeah, there's there's no doctor's appointments. Well, there's yeah. a saying in an A: the cover charge for an A is the misery you leave at the door. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's good. Um, and it's really the same across um, all fellowships. That all fellowships are similarly based. Uh, they're internally funded and um, funded by the members, and that's really the important thing. Um, so, yeah, community radio is a positive influence. Um, in our case, we spread, spread a very personal message um, about what's available to help people recover from alcohol, gambling, drug and food addictions and to help their families too. Uh, so, Maya, the families are often the forgotten ones. They bear a lot of the brunt of um, somebody's addictions. Um, so, yeah, so how did, how did Alan on help you deal with your dad's alcoholism. Yeah, yeah, it's very true. Uh, and all us family members wanted to do was deny the effect it had on us, wanted to minimise, wanted to nut it out. So that's part of the illness, that we really don't want to come forward and say, hey, this has really affected me. And I, I would now even, because I grew up with this illness... I would now even say that I have a mental disability and I would never, you know, 10 years ago, 15 years ago, be able to say that I was doing fine, I was doing as best as can be expected. But now looking back, I see, wow, how much struggle and how much, you know, the loss of self-esteem that comes with living with this illness, the insanity of not being able to help somebody who's obviously trying to kill themselves for no good reason. Um, all those things are really confusing and shameful. So coming into recovery breaks that shame because I get to understand my father is suffering from an illness. He's not suddenly turning into an evil dragon because he wants to be irresponsible. That's not the case. So there's just so little understanding what how addiction really works and how it hijacks because I thought my father held all the power because he was such a bully and us poor family members so I, we, got, we all got victimized not understanding he too was a victim of this illness so it's it's getting a lot of clarity and once the clarity comes then I can get a bit of detachment from my father I can see the person and I can see the illness that he has and that he struggles with and that he denies and that, you know, and he has a right to do all those things. But I have a right to have boundaries and say, that's fine. I want to recover, however. I want more from life. I want a, I want a life where I don't just survive. I would love to strive. I would love to have my confidence back. I would love to have clearer thinking. I would love to have a, an emotional buffer that, you know, if you throw something my way, I don't immediately take the bait and start to dance in, with a gorilla, yeah. which is something we absolutely love to do. Us, Eleanor, we're the first in the ring and say, how can I help you? What can I do? Are you sure? Where's the ring? I'll jump. I'll jump. You just tell me what. 
and we drive ourselves insane and then mm. we get resentful and we have achieved nothing. Yeah. We've so, just become another victim of this illness. Yeah, it's all about control. Yeah. Yes. Um, okay, listen, I'll read out another couple of um, donations and then we might have a song. <clears throat> um, this one is $50 from May Gini, uh from Mundinjabara in Queensland. Thanks, May. That's excellent. Good to hear from you again. Um, and we have $500 from Alex Garrick um, from the ACT. And Alex was our guest um, from Fearless Organisation uh, on the show. Uh, we have a great podcast of him talking about his PTSD recovery um, so thanks, Alex. I really appreciate that. Um, you can donate now. Uh, you can either call us on 94198377. Um, you can text us on 0488809855. And if you just text donate. And the other one is you can go online at 3cr.org.au forward slash donate. Um, now we have a song, and this one is one that... Um, Maya's brought in. So Maya, do you want to do you want to cue it up and just tell us? It's it's German, so Okay, this has been a huge hit in Germany in the nineteen eighties. <laughs> <laughs> it's by a Bavarian band called Spider Murphy Gang and the title is Skandal im Sperbezirk. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs>
schon und zwei und drei, sieg, sechzehn, acht. Herrscht Konjunktur die ganze Nacht und draußen im Hotel Lamu langweilen sich die Damen nur, weil jeder den die sehen zu quälen. Ganz einfach großes Nummerbett und draußen vor der großen Stadt stehen die Nutzen. your support during our annual Radiothon and be part of community-powered radio. 3CR Radiothon Fundraiser, June 2021. To donate, call 03 9419 8377 or donate online at 3cr.org.au. 3CR Radiothon, community-powered radio. Welcome back. This is a Living Free Show on 3CR, 855 kilohertz on your AM dial and 3CR on digital radio. Uh, If you'd like to listen to one of our many, and that's now 180 podcasts, uh, you can find them on your preferred podcast platform or just Google 3CR Living Free and check them out on our website. Uh, You can also contact us via 3CR on 03 9419 8377 or email us, 3crlivingfree at com, and we're also on Twitter as 3crlivingfree. Today my guests in the studio are Maya and John, and we're raising funds to keep 3CR on air. You can donate now, call us on 9419 8377 or go online at 3cr.org.au forward slash donate. Uh, we've received a few more donations, so I'll read them out. Oh, I'll get Maya to read read out a few, Maya. Thank you. Before I do, I just wanted to quickly do another shout-out to Nadia and Marie because I know them, and I wasn't didn't know I was allowed to <laughs> cheer and say thank you, so I did it all stiffly. <laughs> and also thanks to the Cooker's Bulk Oils because that was massive, great donation. But now the ones I'm actually in for is uh, Penny Gillard, Thank you for the donation of $30. And um, Jackie Golds, thank you for $30 from Horn Church. I don't know where that is. I think that might be in New Zealand. Wow, that's exciting. Thank you so much. (laughs) Okay. Um, So volunteering is a fundamental part of 12-step recovery, John, and we've talked a bit about it before. But um, why do people who are recovering from drugs and alcohol and gambling and food addictions want to help other people so much? What is it? What's the, what's the motivation? Um, well, the motivation obviously is to help someone get to where you know they can get to because you've already got there. Um, that would be one motivation. But also, um, I look upon it this way. If, if you're at Christmas time, what are people normally... I mean, you love getting a gift. Everyone loves to get a gift at Christmas time or your birthday. 
But what do you feel more, what do you feel better about doing is giving, you know, and I think that's the key mm. essence of any 12-step program is about the giving of yourself and giving to others, you know, which and I relate that to the Christmas time is the best way people can describe that. Mm. Anyone who's given a gift, you know the joy. When you see someone else take that gift and see that big smile on their face and they, they get something out of it, you get that warm glow feeling inside yourself. And um, I think most people in recovery would agree that that's what we've all been searching for all our lives is just to feel good about ourselves. Uh, and what we've done with that is substitute drugs to make ourselves feel better and that hasn't worked very well for us most of the time. So we're still looking for that feel good that, you know, and I now understand it to be a rush of dopamine in our brain. Um, yeah, and we're always looking for that feeling better about ourselves and feeling good. And one way to do that is to give back to other people. And um, one of the things we do around NA is we give freely what was given to us. You know, if it wasn't for someone doing for, for me um, what they did back in my early days, I wouldn't be sitting here today. So it's sort of like an obligation as well to give back what was freely given to me. Um, you know, uh, my my mentor always said to me, um, the longer I stay in NA, the bigger my debt becomes. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you know, because I get better and better, so therefore I, I owe more and more. Yeah. Um, and you you don't you don't give back. It's it's giving forward in real terms because often the people you're helping don't know you. They don't know you from a bar of soap, and you're you're giving to them something they can give to someone else. That's because right, it's yeah. it's a recovery. Yeah. yeah, it's an ongoing. It's like um, you know, you learn something, you you give it to the next generation, next person down the track, and it's like, yeah, you know, um, I don't know. Like I said, it's it's something that I do without even thinking about nowadays. I don't even think about what I'm doing, and um, I just celebrated my nine years, and it was really tough when people were saying how how kind I am and how free I am and giving my time and my effort. And I, I'm saying, and I feel humbled and I feel embarrassed at the same time because I do it. Because it makes me feel good, so it's a catch twenty two. So they're like, I do it because it makes me feel good, and I do it willingly. But everyone benefits, myself included, and that's the beauty of it. Everyone benefits from that. Yeah, yeah, it's nice, isn't it? Yeah, I'll just play another donation announcement to keep you keep you guys interested <laughs> out there. Three CR Community Radio is dedicated to exploring the <clears throat> issues that affect our future. Because I think it is something we just need to be talking about. Eight five five AM. Tune in and listen up. Amazing. <laughs> this is just <laughs> okay. Um, so next up um, on the third Thursday of the month, <clears throat> uh, we have Alcoholics Anonymous. Now, Alcoholics Anonymous was the, I guess. The original program, if you like, uh, recovery program, uh, started in the US in I think 1935, um, and it, it spawned all the other fellowships. Um, and AA is very strong in Melbourne, in very strong in Australia, and we we have a our guest coordinator is Diane, and she's been helping us for a couple of years find members to come on the show, for which we are very grateful. So thanks, Di. Uh, and in the last year, we've had 11 AA members on the show uh, since our last radiothon. So I'd like to thank them all for their uh, contribution, um, given their own time, come at their own expense, and share their experience. Um, we've got a few more donations. I'll read a couple out for you. <clears throat> um, one from Joanne Holsinger. Uh, $50. Uh, thank you, Joe. Joe's a good friend of the, uh, the, the fellowships and also of Living Free. Um, 
$50 or so from Susan Leitkin. Um, Suzanne came on the show and shared her experience um, in, the, in the past year. So thank you very much. Um, John, would you like to do a couple? Just yes, down certainly. the bottom of the sheet. Thank you. Okay. <clears throat> I have, um, hope I get this right, Michael. Michael Lamb Brellis, yep. uh, $50 from Melvin East. Thanks, Michael. Thank you, Michael. And um, Heather Morse, $30 from Messenger in Victoria. Thank you, Heather. Thanks, Heather. Uh, really appreciate your support. And I'd just very quickly, I'd like to put a um, announcement out there to all members of Narcotics Anonymous and uh, anyone who knows anything or has anything to do with Narcotics, dig deep and give you know to this um, to this worthy cause of keeping this radio station going because we do need this radio station to continue. So uh, we know how good it is to give. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, righto. Um, now, Maya... <clears throat> You're talking earlier about Alateen and how important it is to help kids who are who are struggling with parents who have an addiction, uh, particularly alcohol addiction. Um, so, I'd like to talk a bit about um, Alateen and and how it does help. Okay, um, I think the first thing it does is break the isolation, and I often share this. When I was thirteen, my mum offered Alateen to me. But she said at the same time, by the way, I'm getting a divorce. And I thought, well, the one cancels out the other. I'm getting off scotch-free, so dad is gone, so I'm not going to Alateen. So, which was a shame because I didn't know that it could have helped me recover from the years I did spend with my father. And uh, so, yeah, we see, we see kids happily come back because, A, it's playful, you don't have to do anything you don't want to do. B, you get to meet other kids and suddenly your own despair is not so not so um, despairing because there's others and they share what they're doing. You know, they might use a slogan that got them through the night where they had to listen to their parents argue or whatever it is. Or they can they can talk with other members about wanting to put up a boundaries because they just don't feel safe driving with their uncle or whatever it is, you know, really, really everyday stuff. Or if they have, you know, someone at school who's being mean to them, what, what, what are their options? So we, we nut out things together. And um, the interesting thing is that the kids run the meetings themselves. There's two Al-Anon members who have become Alateen sponsors. There's quite a process to go through in order for child safety um, and appropriateness at all times. But the kids run the meetings and we have the formats. Like most 12-step fellowship have an opening and a closing. And in between we do, we do, we share. It's the same, experience, strength and hope. But of course we've got We've got games in which we do that, and we have we've got readings, we've got daily readers, and they're thought provoking. And if someone doesn't want to share on what they've read or can't relate, they say no, pass. So no one, you know, it's a really lovely free space. And often, someone once they feel safe, you know, they 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 talk about what troubles them. They talk about the fear with COVID of getting depressed or of the anxiety grabbing grabbing hold or the the nights not being able to sleep you know that they, they talk about that and and that is as we all know the first breaking to getting better to just voice it what it is and to have 
and some people will not talk for a good while. But you see them in the background bouncing on the trampoline, so you know they're well. <laughs> you know, it's not rocket science, and it is kids are so wonderful in how they can demonstrate their well-being without us adults necessarily saying, oh, yeah, this is this is uh, the program working. So us adults, we get this amazing opportunity to think outside the box because someone might appear to be disruptive, but then they circle, you know, when we do this thing, how do you feel, you know, and they circle something really funny. So that it's, yeah. it's <clears throat> just, um, yeah, it's amazing. And just like John said, we always, as adults in the Alateen meetings or when we have an Alateen sponsors workshop, we always share how privileged we feel to be, a, to be able to witness, you know, growth and recovery in teenagers. It's, it's so special. And I'll never get not teary when I hear them read the opening, you know, you have this little voice and a few words jumbling up and anonymity and whatever, but it's, they're there because they want to be there because yeah. they feel better for yeah. it. And, and teenagers when, is the time when most kids, if they have problems, turn to drug and alcohol and they've just got to have someone to talk to and that, that really helps, yeah, yeah, that's really good. Um, so on again, um, so on the fourth Thursday of the month, um, currently it's shared between two fellowships. Um, we've been having, uh, our first one is, uh, Food Addicts in Recovery Anonymous. And I'd like to thank, uh, Food Addicts, uh, guest coordinator, Justin. And this year we've had 16 members on the show since the last Radiothon. Uh, they always come on two at a time. Often these days we just have a single member, but Food Addicts provide two people each time and we've been doing some uh doing them by zoom over the last uh 12 months um and we've had members from new zealand from usa um and from interstate and it's it's been really good to to get that experience and strength and hope um in that fellowship uh the second fellowship we have on the um fourth uh thursday is Narcotics Anonymous, and um, Terry's just taken over as the um, guest coordinator for us, and we've had two NA members on the show this year. So thanks, Terry, for starting that up again and helping us to um, to find some uh, NA speakers to, to share on our show. Um, I'll just play a quick announcement for you. Did you know that you can pledge your support to 3CR Radiothon now and pay up later? Call the station during business hours on 9419 8377 and tell us what you'd like to donate and then pay your donation later. Uh, we'll take another break. Uh, and this time I've got another song that uh, Maya has brought in. It's called Hello Mr Heartache by the Dixie Chicks. So I hope you enjoy it. Hello, Mr. Heartache, I've been expecting you, come in and wear your welcome mat the way you always do, never say
did you know that you can pledge your support to 3CR Radiothon now and pay up later? Call the station during business hours on 9419 8377 and tell us what you'd like to donate and then pay your donation later. Ah, we're back. Uh, well, I think we'll start with um, another donation list. Um, so, Maya, uh, if you want to read out two, please. Thank you. <clears throat> We're going really well on the donations, too. Wow, this is amazing. So, thank you, Ishita Palit, for $50 from Clifton Hill. Yay! Also, Jacqueline Pitt from Brooklyn, New York. 100 bucks. Thank you, Jacqueline. Thanks, Jackie. Ooh. No, it's Johnny. Yep. Uh, John, do you want to read, uh, read a couple too? We're really we're knocking it out of the ballpark. <laughs> yeah, we've got a couple here. We've got um, Susan Pitt, $200 from Surrey Hills. And uh, I've got another one here, I believe, from my sister, Tina, um, from Kalaya, $100. Thank <laughs> you very much, Tina. And, um, give me a call later, Tina. <laughs> Thank you so much for those. Thanks, John. Yeah. No, we're really, uh, we've exceeded our target, but we're, um, we're sort of, we're going for 300%, I think, now. We're, um, our total's just over 4,000. Wow. We're aiming for 1,500, so you've really done a good job. 3CR needs the money. Um, we need to keep 3CR on air. We're an important part of the community. We've got about 400 volunteers to bring you community-powered radio each week. Um, and we knock out about 120 programs a week. We do it in about 20 languages, um, and we're, we're there for the community. We allow a voice to be heard, that it can't be heard on um, commercial radio. Um, so what if we talk a bit more about the importance to the fellowship of being able to spread the word? Um, we've, we've talked a bit already, but um, the importance of getting people in the public to be aware that these facilities exist the people who access them are trying to get better trying to improve their situation um, and that we need to drop a bit of the stigma around uh, alcoholism drug food addictions gambling and understand that the people who do these things aren't aren't doing it by choice they're doing it because they have a compulsion and they have an addiction. Um, and to understand that it's, it's more about mental health than it is about uh, willfulness. And I guess I always thought my dad was willfully drinking to make our life difficult, my dad who, who died an alcoholic. Um, and when I got into Alan on Family Groups, I understood that he drank because it was his way of coping that he couldn't cope without the drink. <clears throat> so, um, John, do you want to talk about, you know, the importance of letting people know that help exists? Um, and I guess radio is a, a pretty good way to do that. Yeah, definitely. Thanks, Bill. Um, you know, like most people, uh, unfortunately, find um, NA um, and a lot of support groups, I believe, through their own um, torrid lifestyle where they get to the point where they can't cope with their own lives anymore and they seek um, help through, well, mainly with drugs when it comes to a rehab or a detox situation. Um, that's where probably most of our people find in contact with Narcotics Anonymous. Um, it's unfortunate um, that it's not more readily available and more talked about. Um, 
like Maya said, we've known councillors who know nothing about NA, um, you know, which is really sad. And that's what I love about 3CR and the and the Living Clean, Living Free program is they do actually get it out there to the general public. These programs do exist. These groups do exist. You know, and um, you know, one of the benefits of it is it's just a bunch of people talking about. It. And we talk about addiction as a as an illness. And um, I just want to. I looked up um, many years ago. I didn't actually believe it to be an illness when I first came into the fellowship. So I looked it up and I found out the Australian Medical Association recognises it as a disease. It's a chronic brain disorder, they call it. Um, so I figured, well, if the Australian Medical Association recognises it as a disorder, then maybe, you know, that that's generally what it is. Um, and myself and everyone who's around, like Bill said, um, if you look at it realistically, who would choose that sort of lifestyle for themselves? and What, what sort of sane person would do that? Um, you know, and for anyone out there, like, just, you know, just realise you're not alone. Um, there is actually a thing called an illness. It is an illness. Um, and there is also not a cure, but there is treatment available, like, for a real illness. There is a treatment. Um, and support groups are definitely one of the ways you can treat your illness. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> and it worked for us. Definitely worked for us. Yeah. <laughs> and it's worked for successful. thousands and thousands of people. No. 100% successful. Uh, right. Um, so every so often we have a fifth Thursday of the month and um, we use this to, I guess, to showcase new or sort of groups that might have some special um, benefit uh, available to people who are looking at recovery. And so we've covered um, all sorts of issues over the past. Um, and now we've started talking with um, Smart Recovery. Um, and Smart Recovery has uh, a guest coordinator, Dan, and uh, I'd like to thank Dan for um, getting two members on our show this year. It's just started very recently. Uh, we've been able to um, interview people from New Zealand and from Australia. And Smart Recovery is, I guess, complementary. Um, it sits beside 12-step fellowships, um, and it's based on cognitive behaviour therapy. And it's it's empowering people to do with their lives. If they don't want to give up completely, if they don't want to give up right now, um, it gives them the option to decide their level of um, abstinence, if you like. And um, it works for some people. As oh, nothing nothing's one hundred percent for everybody. Uh, there's always something that people take exception to. Um, and so having an alternate program available, um, and just like. 12-step recovery um smart recovery is free uh it's available online and face-to-face -face meetings and so we'd like to thank um smart recovery for for coming on the show and um providing us with speakers hopefully on an ongoing basis uh so we can continue to hear their message and get their message out there um uh, we've got some more donations so um i'll get what do we do um john do you want to read out um the next Two, thank you. Two, yeah. <clears throat> In the middle of the sheet, there's. Oh, okay, well, there we are. Yep. yep. Okay, we've got an anonymous person uh, who've donated three hundred and eighty dollars. Thank you so much to whoever you are. That's wow. fantastic. Um, we got uh, Brendan Robnick who's donated twenty dollars from Croydon North. Thank you so much, Rob. Yeah, thanks, Brendan. Oh, Brendan. Yep. <clears throat> thank you. Um, I'll do another couple. <clears throat> we're sort of we're getting towards the end of the show. Um, so the next two I'll read out um, actually happen to be sitting in, sitting in the studio with me now. So, <laughs> Maya, thank you very much for, for donating $30. <laughs> 
funny. And John, John, thank you too for thirty dollars. It's uh, it's a, it's and the same David donated. <laughs> that's, funny. that's a big that's a big help. Thank you very much. Um, so we've got two two remaining. So I'll get you, Maya, to read the last two. And um, thank you. <laughs> Thank you to Anne Stanley for $50. Thanks, Anne. Anne from Warrandyte. Beautiful Warrandyte. I hope you have power. And thank you to Peter Washington for $100. Thank you for Peter from Port Melbourne. Yeah, Pete's an old friend. Thanks, Pete, for supporting the show. Really appreciate it. Yeah. Um, So if you're interested in uh, knowing a bit more about these um, recovery programs... Um, then you can contact them. I'll give you the details now. So Al-Anon Family Groups, uh, you can call them on 1300 252 or you can go online at alanon.org.au. Uh, for Gamblers Anonymous, you can call them on 03-9696-6108 or go online at gaaustralia.org.au. Uh, Alcoholics Anonymous, you can call them on 1300 222 or go online at aa.org.au. Uh, Narcotics Anonymous, you can call them on 1300-652-820 or go online at navic.net.au. Uh, Food Addicts in Recovery Anonymous, uh, you can call them on their new number 1800-717-446 or go online at foodaddicts.org. And Smart Recovery, you can call them on 93. Oh, sorry, 02 9373 5100 or go online at smartrecoveryaustralia.com.au. Well, we're getting very close to the end. Mm-hmm. So, John, anything else you'd like to, to say before we, we finish up? <clears throat> no, I'd just like to thank 3CR for having me here and also yourself, Bill, and um, just remind people that this uh, radio station, what they do here is really uh, beneficial to the not just people in uh, some sort of recovery, but also for the general public as well. So please dig deep and keep this radio station going. Thank you. Uh, Maya, any last last words? Yeah, thanks, Bill. <laughs> I've been thinking in this, when I got my little um, supporter kit, I read that um, 3CR... 3CR is speaking truth to power. I like that. Yeah. And I felt that the fellowships at Elanon and Alatina are speaking sanity to the insanity of this illness yeah. called addiction. Right. <laughs> and the and the Alatines are ahead of us because they haven't been dis- their thinking hasn't been distorted for as long as our adults' thinking has been distorted. So they speak truth very early. So yeah. thanks. Mm, yeah. Yeah, so th- bit about 3CR. Uh, we've been on air since 1976 and we've, we've got a vital place on the airwaves and we broadcast news, analysis, music and the voices of hundreds of community groups 24 hours a day, seven days a week. Um, we're able to tell you what's happening in the world because our broadcasters are active, persis- actively participating in it. Um, some of the costs, they're, they're pretty staggering <coughs> that one hour of radio costs $100 to make. Um, and we also provide podcast facility. And our podcast, we've, we've got about 180, over 180 podcasts, and they've been downloaded over 100,000 times. So that's, that's people out there getting the message while we're in bed um, and sleeping. So, yeah, it, it really works. 
and we're really grateful for your support and your ongoing support and your donations to help 3CR stay on the air. Um, we've got we've got a song to take us out, but before I do that, um, I guess it, it's been a been a pleasure to be on the air for another year. Uh, it's been a pretty tough year. We we had to go back to um, pre-recorded interviews. We had to do it over Zoom. Uh, we had to educate ourselves or get educated. 3CR set up a whole lot of courses to educate us in, in how to record at home, how to edit at home, how to prepare our shows at home. Um, put up another facility so we could transfer our shows, which are very large, about 300 megabytes or something for an hour, um, into 3CR. It was a lot more work for 3CR to get those, <coughs> to program it all, to put it all together. Um, and all the time, everybody had more work, but we still got the job done. And that's because everybody was committed to, um, committed to radio and committed to making sure that we continued our service to the community, and that's that's really what it's all about. Um, okay, so that's about about all we've got time for today. So I'd like to thank our guests, John, a member of Narcotics Anonymous, and Maya, a member of Allen and Family Groups, for their help today. Thank you both. Uh, thanks, Bill. Thanks for having us here. Thank no you, Bill. Uh, thanks for listening to the three CR uh, to three CR Living Free program. I uh, hope you'll be able to join us again next week. And we'll be talking about recovery from food addiction and we'll be joined by Jessica and Steve from Food Addicts and Recovery Anonymous. Um, and that'll probably be uh, pre-record. Um, I'd also like to take this opportunity to thank the staff and volunteers at 3CR for supporting us to keep the Living Free show running smoothly over the, over the last four years. Uh, to take us out, we've got a song which I'll have to get Maya to... It's another German cracker. <laughs> the song is called Verboten, which means, what did you say? Verboten, prohibited. Prohibited, yes. Yeah. And the band is called Tonsteiner Scherben. It's a live concert from Berlin. Right, enjoy. From 1984. Okay. <laughs>
Did you enjoy listening to this podcast? 3CR is a community radio station, and you, the listener, are part of that community. Right now, it's our Radiothon, and we need you to pitch in with a few dollars to keep the station going. We can't do it without you. It's easy. Head to 3cr.org.au forward slash donate. Your donation really matters. Help support community-powered podcasts for another year.